Hello and welcome back to the Lose Your Mind podcast. We are going to be discussing gratitude today and how much we have to be grateful for. Isn't that right, Alan? Uh, We are indeed. Yes, I'm very grateful to be here, as it turns out. I'm grateful too. So uh, gratitude is one of the mindful attitudes. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be that then. So So John Kabat-Zinn added additional attitudes didn't he so we're talking about the attitudes of mindfulness for those that haven't tuned in before and uh, initially there were seven attitudes of mindfulness and then some additional ones were added gratitude being one of them so we are going to discuss that today and Alan's going to kick off with his opinion on what that means for him yeah you're right and I don't know why I don't know why he he omitted this from his magnificent seven but um because I think this is one of the real gems of mindfulness and it's quite simple for me um, in that I think the more you um, boil things down back to their kind of reality and their simplicity, which is what we do in mindfulness, don't we? We, we think about the present moment, we think about the breath, we think about the sounds we're hearing and it just encourages you to be more grateful. Um, now, I've had this conversation with um, another colleague who's talked about that gratitude is the is the practice that you do so you say deliberately you know well i'm i'm going to be grateful for this and i'm going to sit down and meditate upon that and i'm grateful for this and i'm grateful for that and i think yeah you can do it that way but what i do think is that just by sitting down and quietly meditating and being mindful about what you're doing you naturally cultivate gratitude so you don't need to force it it just kind of happens so for example and I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot here. I'll let you have a I'll let you have a word in a minute, Kelly. Um, so it makes a change. <laughs> if you're making a cup of tea, okay, and you're being mindful about it. Now, I know that you know, there's a difference between men and women here, whereas men will just stand and stare at the kettle, whereas women will get the washing done and peel the potatoes and all that kind of stuff because they're very efficient. Um, but if you're making a cup of tea and you're totally mindful about it, you can suddenly start to feel a bit more grateful for the fact that, you know, you suddenly start to think about, oh, this, this water that's in the kettle, you know, I've got this, this clear drinking water that I'm now going to, you know, I've got the energy to go into it and it's going to, this great cup of tea that's going to come out that, you know, and you just start to think about those little elements. And I think that's the, that's the wonderful thing is you just stop and just watch what's going on in front of you. Um, then you become naturally grateful for it. I think that's a really good way to look at it, actually, because what you're saying there is that essentially mindfulness brings us gratitude, but essentially the gratitude makes us mindful anyway. So they kind of pair up quite nicely, don't they? When teaching mindfulness, a mindful cup of tea is something that you would do quite often, isn't Mm -hmm. it? It's an exercise that you would explore with people. And yeah, the, the gratitude in that like you say, you get more out of the experience. Now, I appreciate you did a generalised female-male comment. I won't comment any further, but, you know. Probably completely um, unacceptable, and I apologise for that. <laughs> but it, it is important to stop, because you're right. As If you're somebody that likes to multitask, um, you miss a lot. You miss a lot if you're a multitasker. Also, it's like a bit of a control thing, isn't it? And you you lose chances to be grateful, Um, Another thing that I have started to do, and someone um, mentioned this to me a while back now, but 
when people gratitude journal, for example, you know, and it's three things you're grateful for, what, you know, often people will ask that question. So I could say, I'm grateful for that us having this chat this morning, because I'm going to probably learn some new things, you know, Mm -hmm. but most people say, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my dinner. I'm grateful for this. But if you add the word, because after that, the power in that, the gratitude is is just unbelievable, isn't it? So if you say, I'm grateful for my pen, lovely. But if you say, I'm grateful for my pen, because it enables me to write and get the thoughts off of my chest onto the paper and make my being lighter. You know, there's so much power in because like when you think about it a bit deeper um, and then your expression of gratitude is just so much greater. I mean, there is so much to be grateful for all the time. Um, And I'm always thinking while I'm grateful, but quite now and a tip for anyone that listens if you add that word because, I mean, it elevates it elevates gratitude just to a whole new level, in my opinion, because you're just thinking about why. It's it's quite easy to come up with three things you're grateful for. Um, for a lot of people, it won't be easy to say three things they're grateful for about themselves. But yeah. if you just think about a generalization, but do you see what I mean there with the gratitude and taking it to that next level? That is absolutely brilliant. I've never heard that before. But I, I must admit, because um, I mean, I've, I do a gratitude journal. I don't do it every day. And I know you should do. I tend to go through little phases. It tends to be when you're feeling down, doesn't it? And then you start writing things down and then you start to feel OK. And then you give it up. A bit like mindful meditation, which a lot of people do when they feel down and then they give it up. Right. But um, I've never thought of doing it that way. Um, but it's funny what you said, though, because um, working with a lot of different people and telling them or asking them, to write down three things they're grateful for. A lot of people really struggle with that. And I, th- and I think I think people tend to underestimate the small things and overestimate the large things. So the first day they do it, like, oh, I'm grateful for my partner, my kids, you know, my dog, you know, whatever. And, um, and then once that's done, they go, well, where, where do I go with that? You know, and I think um, you just shouldn't underestimate just the smaller or more obscure things like, you know, I'm grateful for the fact we've had great weather, you know, we've been able to go outside and, you know, breathe fresh air, you know, just there's an infinite number of things you can be grateful for if only you just look out for them and you're just in the right, you're just on the right wavelength for them. And I think that's what it is really. But I do love that. Um, I'm grateful for because, and I'm going to happily steal that and, uh, and use that with my clients. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you're grateful for it. I'm very grateful. I forgot to say that. Yeah. No, I think you did actually. I think you did say you're grateful <laughs> did, for it without even I? thinking. But gratitude um, itself, it is such a powerful thing. But I think we are all a bit like, um, you know, how we've discussed before. I think everyone is living mindfully, but they're just not aware of it. I think it's the same with gratitude. I think we're all fundamentally underneath grateful. But we're just not aware of we're grateful because we're just clouded up again with all these layers. So you're kind of missing the things that you you know what um, makes your heart sing and like what makes you smile and stuff like that, don't you? So you're grateful for it, but you just may may not be aware of it. And then when you bring awareness to it, it just gives you that lovely. Oh, yeah, I'm really grateful for that. 
And I was um, listening to an audio book the other day and Jay Shetty, actually, I do love him. Mm-hmm. A lot of things he says really bring tears to my eyes. But on this particular occasion, he was talking about something to do with gratitude and how in life he said um, something along the lines of, give me one experience in life that you wish you hadn't had or you only oh no, that you don't that you don't think you deserve. That was it. So okay. all the people in the room that were practicing this task were saying things like, I don't think I deserve for my sister to die young was one example or, you know, my mum to get cancer or, you know, to lose my friend or things like that. But not at any point did he say in this thing that he was discussing, did anyone say they didn't think they deserved a good thing? Because naturally we go through life expecting that it should be full of roses and that we take all these good things in, that we automatically deserve them. Now we don't, do we? There are people starving, like, that we, you know, in life, and they would be so grateful for the food that we may take for granted, Mm. which is why, you know, we explore mindful eating and things like that. But I think his point was on the the gratitude scale was that naturally we are grateful for the good experiences, but the bad ones do also teach us things. So it was just like a broader thing of being grateful for the situations you go through and the lessons that they teach you, I interpreted as the point. So it's just trying to bring a bit of gratitude to that as well. I hope that came across well. It Um, did. It did. What did um, to me? Okay, well, fingers crossed. But That's yeah, half so the that, battle. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, these these um, negative things teach us something, and if we can adopt the mindset that even if we think something's bad, like the loss of someone or whatever, which of course it is, um, there may be some silver lining in there somewhere, and there always is if you actually choose to think that way. So you can cultivate yeah. this grateful feeling, not not just by being mindfully aware of what's in front of you and is good, but as you as you hit the nail on the head, you know there are you can be grateful for literally anything. Well, you can, but it's so important to realise as well that not everyone is going to be grateful for the same thing. So you may go and give someone a gift and expect them to be grateful for it because that might be a gift you would like to receive, for example. But the other person may not have the same perspective on that. I mean, for me, if someone does something for me, like not like a gift, but the gesture, if there's like a, a huge element of thought behind a thing and I can feel the love in it, I mean, I can't even tell you what it means. If someone does something that's half-hearted or, or spends billions of pounds, it means nothing. It's the, I'm just so great, grateful for the care behind it. Whereas somebody might get a lot of value out of something else. Equally, I know it brings the same gratitude, but I think it's important that we just see, you know, what's important and bring the gratitude to it because it just gives you a much more positive, happy outlook on life, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it makes all the difference. You know, I mean, I mean, what stops us being grateful, really? What, what actually stops us, do you think? Well, I just think it's when we get caught on loop and follow the wrong thought patterns. Yeah. I I really do believe that. I think if we allow ourselves to follow certain trains of thought, like me with my anxiety in the past, or when you get angry with a particular situation, if you you let yourself get lost on that train 
it's difficult to jump off whereas if you're grateful and then you think of like that because why am I grateful for this I think you end up just drawing in things that are important and you see things for what they are and just get to live a happier life I mean if if they were selling drugs as like great jars of gratefulness it'd probably be the best selling drug out there because well not drugs per se but you know I mean like you know you can like paracetamol etc but the the feeling and the everything behind gratitude is amazing isn't it and it's such a simple thing that we all have access to but we ourselves possibly block it so just by thinking of things that you're grateful for and why that why is is such a powerful tool because I mean even just picking up um like I've got candles up here where I'm sat now so if I say I'm grateful for my candles there's not really that much behind that you know it's like oh I'm grateful for my candles but why am I grateful well because they let off a really nice smell I feel really relaxed I like the lights they're really peaceful and sometimes I like to watch the flickering flame Mm. you know so then I've kind of got a lot more meaning behind just that candle so anyone can do that in the day and even like when you're in the car I mean people are so grateful to get from A to B but there's so much more you get out of being in the car um that you could explore I'm not gonna spend another five minutes talking about my journey because we'd be here all day Alan but you see where I'm going with it I do, I do. And that would be fine, I'm sure, if you were to talk about that. Um, but, okay. So I think we get in our own way. And I think it's it's also um, probably pertinent to know that you can't be grateful all the time, you know, because if you just went around saying, oh, I'm grateful for that, I'm grateful for the argument we just had and, you know, I'm grateful for <laughs> stepped in that dog poo, then I think, you know, you'd be... A, it just wouldn't be wouldn't be a normal person, would you? But I think like all mindfulness, you know, what we're trying to do is just kind of rein ourselves in a little bit just to make ourselves, you know, a little bit, a little bit happier, a little bit more centered and be ourselves a bit more and come back to ourselves, which you think is what it's all about. So Yeah, I think we're just trying to build the most positive experience in the moment, aren't we? Absolutely. And to cultivate that gratitude along with the other attitudes, allows you to live as happily and peacefully in the present as possible while being aware of how you feel. So give everybody your top tip on how to be grateful. Mine? Yes. Well, uh, how do I compete with yours? I mean, um, I, I just think that you can do things like, so you're that, that little kind of, I've forgotten what you call it now in the heat of the moment, but when you just, what is that thing where you just sort of look at an object? So if I'm just sat here now and I I look away from the screen and I look at just different objects, say three objects, and then I can find a way to be grateful for all of those in some way, shape or form. And it's a little bit because like you're ungrateful because, because my mind will naturally go, well, why am I grateful for that? Because, you know, it's not just an object. It has meaning to me. And um, so I would say that really, just look, just look around you or even listen, you know, just listen to sound or any of your senses and just adopt the attitude of, okay, so what does that mean to me? That's what I would do. 
I think that's very good advice. And hopefully everybody will feel a little bit more grateful after listening to this episode. Well, they'd better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're coming to an end now. So thank you again for today, Alan. Thank you. It's been fun as ever. And we'll and be back again soon. We will be back on the next episode of Lose Your Mind. So goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.